Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode number 12 of Dangles and Dingers. I'm Josh. I'm Trev. And we're here to talk some hockey and baseball. Um, Trevor, how's your week, man? Um, it's been good. Well, school, well, school's just got back in, so, um, yeah. it's, well, everywhere, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's kind well, of every, weird getting everywhere back, Everywhere when but... it comes to Ontario, but. That's yeah. true, yeah. Yeah. But, um. Well, yeah, unless you, unless you live in Toronto area, then you're not, not really back, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how's, how's your, how's your week been going? I mean, it, yeah, it's good, um. Nothing too exciting, as Trevor said, just getting back to school, um, getting back into the routine and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, just it, it's a little different, you know, like, you can't just do whatever you want with your class, you know, like, yeah, I mean, for me, like, I was kind of just like, I was still doing well in class and paying attention, but I was still not completely focused, you know, you know, yeah, um, same with me, yeah, for sure, yeah, the uh. The, the leftovers are piling up in the fridge now because there's no one in there to eat them at lunch. Uh, <laughs> you know, just just some serious problems we got going. I'm kidding, but it's all it's all good. Um, I got my report card back today. I'm still all A's in high school so far, so we're looking good. We're looking good. Streak is still alive. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't even realize until like I got my report card, my last one. I'm like, oh, I have never got below an A in high school like yeah in class so you know we're, we're gonna try to go many class are there in a year uh, in, a, in a oh we're tr- gonna go to try to go 32 for 32 so uh see how that goes though that'd be crazy uh, yeah i would maybe we'll see <laughs> uh yeah uh anyways uh yeah, you you explained good though. Nothing nothing too exciting going on there. Yeah, nothing too exciting. Um, there's actually been like literally a brand that started in my class. Like someone is like literally started like a company almost. What is it called? It's so hold on. So <laughs> it's called hold on. <laughs> it's so it's it's this jewelry thing. Oh, People yeah. in my class that are doing it. Um, oh yeah. But like I've actually seen like they brought their stuff and so mm-hmm. it's made like with this plastic and they melt this and then they put like this drawing and then they melt plastic over top of it. Oh yeah. And it actually it actually looks really nice. And then for like huh. earrings and stuff, you can put like it's honestly I'm not a, a woman, but it <laughs> Oh I Oh but like I men, wouldn't men wear earrings too. Well oh Good. yeah, I guess so. I know someone who does so but, but like, not the type of earrings you're speaking of. No, yeah, no, like, those are, yeah. well, the earrings that they're making are huge earrings. Like, I, but, um, honestly. Like, those, like, if you ever seen those huge, like, loop ones that, like, go all the way down to people's shoulders? Yeah. They're so weird. But so, anyways, yeah. if you actually want to see this, uh, um, like, what, what, what they do, um, they're, t- they don't have an Instagram yet, but they're TikTok, which, <laughs> uh, uh, it's captive. Uh, uh, well, period, queen, period, jewelry. Um, it's just a little cool little thing, but uh, that's pretty much all I've, that's been happening in my class. Okay. So, so yeah, um, 
I, I would go check it out, but it, it'll cut me out if I go to go check out TikTok. So I can't really be doing that right now. But, uh, <laughs> you know, or I could do it. Wait, hold on. I'm going to do it on my iPad here quick. But Type yeah, guys, drop a follow. But, yes. Um... Oh, yeah. You got to be. Uh, I was going to ask who's running it, but I can't really do that through here. So I'm going to, uh, you know, can't really. Uh, we we had a mix up last last week. If you uh, were listening, had to cut someone's name out, you know, because we were, uh, we were uh, yeah, we just we were just saying people's <laughs> names, and you can't really be doing that. Uh, yeah, what I don't did think you say? that's allowed. What did you say? It is captive. It was captive dot queen dot jewelry. Oh. Oh yeah. Hold on. Oh, shoot. I think I spelled that right. <laughs> I'll just tell you after the thing, but if you guys actually spelled that right, go give them a follow. Go check out their stuff. Um, yeah. But to like to buy it, you just got to shoot them a, uh, a DM on oh, TikTok. Yeah. And, then... and yep. uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> that's, that's... So that's your excitement for uh, your back to school. Is... That's how you know my class is pretty boring. Let's, uh, Trevor, do you got anything to talk about, like, first, or will we just... Uh... I, other than we'll, we'll do my segment later, but my, um... Yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you honestly want to... Do you want to start with the Super Bowl, just to get Yeah, I was going to say, we'll, start, we'll yeah. start with Super Bowl, and then we got another thing to touch on, then we'll get into our, uh, regularly, regularly scheduled programming. Um, so the Super Bowl, I mean, yikes. Not not as close of a game as everyone was thinking it was going to be. It was kind of a blowout. Yeah, it was. It, I'm, you know, I'm honestly more angry at the fact that it was a blowout than I'm angry at the fact that Tom Brady won. Yeah. Like, if, if Tom Brady won and it was, like, a classic, like, they, like, it came down to the wire, like, mm-hmm. that would have been a lot better of a game than what we saw. So, um, yeah, like, Chara, I don't know, what are your thoughts on that whole thing? So, um, so I, I actually thought, well, I was cheering for the Chiefs going into this. There was yeah. a couple of reasons I'm not going to go too deep into that, but, um, for one, yes. Uh, two, <laughs> um, like, this it, 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 it's it's the it's the Super Bowl. You expect big from these two teams, and then that happens. Yeah, yeah like the Chiefs, like they only lost two games this year, right? Yeah, and they have, I would say, the best player in the league in Patrick Mahomes, right? And mm-hmm. I mean, even though he like, I would say that that. Uh, it's it's tough because like as much as like. I don't know. I have a lot of stuff to go over, but like when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, like it, it may not look like he played well, but I think he played very. I think he played well. Like I, his offensive line just wasn't there. There was no one blocking. Like he had no time to throw the football, and he he'd be like breaking. He'd be like breaking tackles and like running around everywhere, and he like he'd be half falling over, and he'd he'd still get off like a perfect pass. Yeah. And but, also, and, like with well, with Mahomes, 
he, I think, honestly, like, he ran the ball more than his team did. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, if you saw, I think he ran, like, backwards to avoid sacks. Yeah. More than it. his team. <laughs> more than his team ran forwards. So, yeah. Um, like, yeah, and, like, he would throw these perfect passes and they would just get dropped most of the time. And, like, as much as I believe that the refing in the first half was, in my opinion, very poor, and it was very one-sided towards the Buccaneers, um, even in that, like, you're still – if you can't score a touchdown, like, you're not, you're not going to win the Super Bowl. That's just – that's not how it works. Yeah, because they only got, well, uh, field goals, right? Yeah, it was three field goals, right? Because it's thirty-one-nine. Yeah. So, like, I do think that Tampa Bay would have scored less points if there's a lot of crappy calls there. I think, but mm-hmm. in the end, I think Tampa Bay deserved to win. Like, I think they still would have won had those penalties not been called. Yeah, and like credit to uh, the Buccaneers, like they assembled a great team. Their defense looked like. Uh, their game plan, I don't know. It, like, they were just – they were all over uh, Mahomes in the offense, and the Chiefs just couldn't get anything going. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Jared, do you have anything else to speak on that? No, but, um, like, <laughs> since, well, since I, we, I was cheering for the Chiefs, because I yeah. – um, I honestly – I left the couch because it was, well, like, 20 – to six, yeah. no, it was like I forget what the score was. It was they were over twenty, and then yeah. we were at six. Yeah, I I left the couch and and I went upstairs and did my own thing because I I didn't want to watch the game. That's that's how that's how I think bad the Chiefs did. I think they could have done way better, but mm-hmm. yeah, as a as a team, probably didn't they didn't play their best game for sure. Mm-hmm. There um, are definitely certain individuals that played way better than yeah other for players. sure, but. In the end, it's a team game, and yeah. And I just want to talk a little bit about Tom Brady here, quick. Just Tom Brady. I've always, I feel like I've denied for years that he's the goat because I just don't really. I'm not a Tom Brady fan, and I'm not really too fond of him. But um, I will admit that I do think he is probably the greatest, um, at least greatest quarterback of all time, possibly greatest player. I would say probably greatest football player of all time. Yeah, because he but, has he has ten, well, no, seven Super Bowls, like Super, seven Bowl Super wins. Bowls, and he's been in the Super Bowl ten times. And yeah, I would say that like seven Super Bowls is more than any NFL team has. <laughs> he's won <laughs> more Super Bowls than any team has. So, um, I mean, like, yeah, I would say the goat, but I don't think you can say that he is the best athlete of all time. So I've been seeing that thrown out there, and I don't believe you can say that he's the best athlete of all time. Just personally, It's hard to pick a best athlete of all time, if you honestly yeah, like, think about that. Yeah, and yeah, you think about that, you have to consider so many sports, right? Like, Do you have to consider, like, well, all these sports that sometimes like we've never even heard of, like since we're yeah. like, in North America, we don't hear a quick cricket. Yeah, and, like, I think right. best athlete of all time, if you're saying best athlete of all time, you still have to, like, obviously success would be a huge part, right? Uh-huh. But I still think that you just do have to take an account for athletic ability, and not that Tom Brady isn't doesn't have athletic ability, but he's nowhere close to the 
best athlete in the NFL. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I would say he's the best football player of all time, success-wise and stuff like that. But um, I don't know about best athlete of all time. I, I would disagree. And, like, in the end, the only, Canada and the U.S. are the only teams – are the only countries that actually, like, play football. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, not that maybe if players are coming from other countries, they probably might not be better than him. Just I don't know if you can say that he's the best athlete of all time from with him coming – playing a sport that only has uh, two countries playing it, but – Here's the thing, too, with the greatest of all time thing. Like, how many cups has Wayne Gretzky won? Well, Wayne Gretzky won last. He only won four, but, like... Oh, you but, look, like... But you look at Andre Richard, if you're basing off championships, Andre Richard won 11 championships. Yeah. So... Like, I mean, winning championships is a big thing, but, like, it doesn't mean... Yeah, you have like that, that, like the skill to like. Yes, I've won cha- big like championships. Yes, I'm one of the best players on the team. Like, um, yeah. yeah. And I think I think that football is so much. It's hard to compare one position to another. Like in, it is. in football, like I, like as if you look at, um, say if you look at the MVP award in the NFL, like more times than not. I would say almost all the time it's going to go to a quarterback or a running back for like all almost all the MVPs and then the odd time it would go to a receiver. And I think like yeah. a defensive player has won it once ever. So I I think that they should have awards for each position specifically, but mm-hmm. not just yeah, not just one single. Position. Yeah, like they have like defensive player of the year and stuff, but. I still don't think like they should have more. They should have more choice. Yeah. Instead of just to like a, a few players and then them all being quarterbacks. For sure. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I think I think we need to move on though. We've been talking football for <laughs> yeah. a good amount, so we'll move on. Um, and the other thing here is that Jay and Dan has been can't not canceled, but Jan, Dan O'Toole from Jay and Dan. Um, was laid off by TSN um, last week on Thursday, I believe, um, which is very unfortunate. I mean, Jay and Dan, I would say, were my definitely my favorite uh, like sports show to watch. Um, they're very funny. I think that's why yeah, I put some up top. They're very funny. Like they had a podcast too that was really good. And, um, I mean, I I think it's very unfortunate that they. That they're done. Like, they didn't even tell him that it was going to be his last show before. Like, they told him, like, the next morning. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do you know Do you know why, like, this happened? Or uh, is there, like, no details? No, they're just trying to save money, I think. Like, uh, Bell. Bell owns TSN. Yeah. And they were just, they had a new, like, president or CEO or something like that. And I think he was, they laid off, like, a lot of people. Um, oh, okay. But like Dan yeah. O'Toole was kind of like the headline guy, so I don't. I'm not. I believe that Jay is just continuing the show, like on his own. But I haven't. I haven't actually watched it yet, so I'm not. I'm not completely sure about that. But from what I've seen, I think that's what's happening. Um, 
but me and my dad were talking like i think that um i don't know about uh jay he might have like some deal in his contract where he can't go to like a competitor but if like jay left tsm and they both went to sportsnet to replace tim and sid i thought that would be i think that would be smart i think that'd be pretty cool if they tried to do that but um I, I it probably won't happen, seeing that they've already made uh, plans around Jay. But it it sucks. Like they, you could see like Jay made a video after, like on his first show back, like after this, and you could just see like, um, it was completely different. Well, yeah, and you could see like their relationship when he was like, thank like thanking him and talking about him and stuff he, like he was starting to tear up like you could see that how spe- special of a relationship they had but yeah yeah it's it's like their 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 show mm-hmm. was honestly my favorite sports well I, well I guess i guess it's sports center yeah yeah for sure like show yeah um they 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 had they've had a bunch that I've liked, but I think Jay and Dan was the funniest. I remember when they like when they first started, like when they started their show, which was like what three four years ago. Yeah, like they started it back up again, but like they had it, they had it before, like when you were like one or two. Yeah. Like they had it back then, and then they left to go to Fox in the U.S., and then they came back like three or four years ago. So. It- yeah, it, it's, it's honestly like um, if, if they did end up going to Sportsnet, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, it was for sure. Um, I'd honestly like that more than Jay, well, more than Tim and Sid, but yeah. um, it's also because like Tim and Sid is so long, like it's one hour compared to what they do. It's it's half an hour, but then they they put funny bits in it. Yeah, well, isn't Tim and Sid an hour and a half though now? It's not how long it, it might be. I think it's I've I've an hour and a half, a and then. Jay and Dan is an hour, but they they do they fill it up with a lot of like random like stuff. Like se- segments. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. It's it's just unfortunate, like yeah. I don't know what to say, but Trevor, you have any more thoughts on that or No, but it's just sad. Yeah. Like he was he was really good. <laughs> he was really cool. Yeah. Um but yeah, it kind of sucks to see, like, for us to lose Jay and Dan and Tim and Sid in the same, like, two to three week span. Um, like, I think they were both, like, obviously their shows were based a little different, but I think the the premise was still the same, where it was two guys that, like, they kind of just got together and talked about sports. I think Tim and Sid was more conversational based and Jay and Dan was like a sports center, but I mean, yeah, it just sucks to see them go. Yeah, it it does. Anyways, we should probably move on, starting with our regular stuff, like 20 minutes into the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. uh, So we'll start with our NHL update. We got, I'm going to go through our um, top five in uh, points here. You got... In first, you got Connor McDavid with 27 points. Like, and then Leon Dreisaitl with 25. Like, I feel like McDavid could hit 56 points by, like, middle of March. 
Yeah, and then you look here. They've only played. Um, well, let's see. They've only played um, fourteen games. Fourteen games. That's crazy. Yeah. That's that's averaging over. Oh well, close. Almost two points a game. Yeah. Yeah, and they still play Ottawa like six, five or six more times. So <laughs> he should have he should have some good nights ahead of him. And Drysaddle twenty five too, man. Like it's just I don't know. They're it's it just sucks to watch them like this with David and Drysaddle just having to play for the Oilers that are pretty garbage. And yeah, it's literally. I I hate to say this. It's a two. It's a two-man team. Yeah, it is right now, at least for sure. Yeah, because they're only in fourth, but they're but um like their goals for is so high. Yeah, like it's it's the highest. It, well, except Vancouver's is fifty, but yeah, uh, Edmonton's is forty-nine. Yeah, how many games That's, does Vancouver play it though? Uh, Vancouver. Uh, does it? Uh, sixteen. Oh, so they played an extra game. Yeah. Yeah, and they played Ottawa. I think one or two more times. So you got to take in exactly. that into account too, um, but yeah, I think like, um, but I was listening. I forget what podcast it was, but they're saying that like Ken Holland, who just came in, like it's only a second season as the GM. He's still waiting for some of the bad contracts that the last GM signed to like run out. So he can't really do much with the team until this summer, right? So yeah, I think you can definitely expect a much improved Edmonton team for the 2022 season. Um, But you also don't want to waste a year of their primes either. So, um, yeah, I think they got to get on it. But anyways, keep it moving. Uh, Mitch Marner is in third place with 21 points. Uh, Trevor, um, how does it feel that uh, Mitch Marner is, uh, you know, Almost, I mean, he would be leading the league in points if it wasn't for the absolute beasts that are McDavid and Dreisaitl. But um, how does it feel? You know, Marner's going to I was a Leafs fan. That's awesome. It's also kind of surprising for Marner because he's actually well, he's he's an assist guy. He's a playmaker. Yeah. Um, but then he's also like he's pretty much I, well, I shouldn't say carrying the team, but he's he's doing a very heavy job of like, yeah. helping them out. Um, but <laughs> finally, Leafs are on top. And I mean, like Matthews is getting going now too now. So yeah, I mean, I definitely think they're gonna be. I would say North Division final in the playoffs is gonna be Toronto Montreal. That's my crazy. prediction. Yeah. Yeah. If that happens, trace back to this episode. I called it. Um, <laughs> anyways, I would say one of the biggest surprises here in points is fourth. With 18 points, James Van Riemsdyk, the player who was for Philadelphia, seemed washed up and was getting healthy scratched the last year, is fourth in league scoring. <laughs> I, and, like, these players are over – well, I mean, it's – it's well, the top two, like, you kind of expect that from them. But, yeah. like, Marner is over McKinnon. Yeah, well, and, like, yeah. All, that – McKinnon is uh, hurt. I think he's... Oh, I guess so. Yeah, I think he was out for, like... Oh, I'm just looking here to see how many more points... How many... Marner's only played three more games, though, so... Oh, okay. 
But like, still, like yeah. there's still that big of a difference from like Marner, who's a playmaker. But Marner, I guess not Marner's that... definitely having a way better season than he did last year. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, and like um, well, uh, I guess like all all these players that usually are expected to do well for points. Yeah, other people are taking that. Well, other than Connor McDavid and Jai, yeah, like uh, <laughs> they they've well they've been doing good since last season. Like it's weird uh, though. Like Van Reem's like it's sort of just out of nowhere. Like he's thirty one. He's sort of just like he's just all of a sudden. Decide he's gonna turn he's the gonna clock be back, good. And, yeah. Um, and then tied for fifth, you got Patrick Kane, Nicholas Backstrom, and Quinn Hughes with seventeen points each. So, I mean, Patrick Kane, I wouldn't say carrying the Blackhawks, but being the biggest contributor there. Um, and like Quinn Hughes, like you obviously got to look at him for Norris consideration. Um, being like. Uh, over a point per game as a defenseman is pretty good. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you got to take that into consideration. Um, and then we'll take a look at the uh, goalies when it comes to the. I guess we'll just look at wins, like the top five right now. Or we'll go top four because there's a large tie at five and don't really want to go through that right now. So the top four, you got Trevor's Trevor's boy, Frederick Anderson, in first with eight wins. Then you got my boy, Andre, Stanley Cup champion, Vasilevsky. <laughs> and Philip Grubauer tied for seven, uh, tied for second with seven wins. And then Jordan Bennington is in fourth with six wins. So um, I would say the top goaltenders uh, – Performing the way they uh, are paid to perform. So, um, yeah. And then when it comes to standings, you got in the North Division, you got Toronto, Montreal, Winnipeg, and Edmonton in the top four. In the East, you got Boston, Philadelphia, Washington, uh, New York Islanders. Uh, In the Century, you got Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning, Columbus Blue Jackets, Florida Panthers, Carolina Hurricanes. And then in the West, you got St. Louis Vegas, Colorado, and Arizona. So, I don't really know why Trevor's getting mad at me when I'm saying Tampa Bay, but, um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, Trevor, is there any team in specific you want to talk about, like, that kind of... Oh, uh, before, actually, before before you say whatever you're going to say, uh, as we're recording this, Pierre-Luc Dubois is playing his first game as a Winnipeg Jet tonight, so just, just a note. And Patrick Line, I got benched last night, so just a note. I was just—I was actually just going to touch on. I—I I heard Patrick Line got <sighs> traded, right? Yep, to the Blue Jackets. Where did he go? No, oh, he, oh yeah, no, right, no, 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 yeah, yeah, Jackets, right. Yeah, because in the Dubois deal, yeah. 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 Okay, I—I—I I, I thought. It was you thought he got traded like, again? Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah. he got traded again. No, no, no. He just got benched last night, and everyone on the social media was going crazy about how. There's all going to have problems. I think it'll be fine. I think he did what he had, like John Tortorella, the coach. I think he had to – I think he just, like, it was just a thing. Like, I think they'll be fine. Um, yeah. Although I saw a ton of uh, memes with the – week. you know, the all of the, the weekend memes with uh, 
where he's going through the, like the golden like mirror thing. That so by the way, hint hint nudge nudge. I'm gonna talk about this in my pro insider okay. segment. Okay, okay, we can't talk too much right now, but I've seen a yeah. ton of those with Patrick Killarney. <laughs> last night. So. Oh god. It's like the one was like uh uh you know like where he's where the the weekend is looking around. It's like uh, Patrick Laine when uh, uh John Tortorella took his PS4. <laughs> Oh, so uh, can play Fortnite. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, anyways, uh, Trevor, sorry. Is there any? Do you want to talk about the Blue Jackets, or are you just like, um, or are you just just? No, I, you know? I, I, I... <laughs> uh, anyways. There... So, oh, yeah. Go ahead. I, there is one more team that I uh, that I've been hearing a lot. What's I don't know if you're going to touch on this, but do you know what's happening with um, uh, the I'm seeing them a lot in the news. Well, the the Penguins. Oh yeah, like what, like what they're um, like from who they're hiring and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're gonna touch on that uh, soon. Okay. Just gonna go. Uh, uh, just gonna uh, start with some of the topics. So here. Uh, Canada announced their uh, general manager and assistant general managers for the uh, 2022 um, Olympic team. Um, they named Doug Armstrong, who is the GM of the St. Louis Blues, as the uh, general manager of the team. Um, the associate general manager will be Ken Holland of the Edmonton Oilers. Um, and then the assistant GMs are Ron Francis of the Seattle Kraken, Um Don Sweeney of the Boston Bruins and Roberto Luongo of the Florida Panthers. So, wow. Um, I mean, a great group of names there that are going to be putting together Canada's Olympic team. And um, I think, and it sounds like there will be NHL players at those Olympics. Um, and uh, hopefully there is. I mean, um, I want I want uh, Steven Stamkos to get his shot at a gold medal. So. I never thought I'd say this, but I honestly would too. Um, yeah, it, I, it sucks. I, 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 he... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I I want to see the NHL players back in because they're these they're the they're the people that promote hockey. I want to see like these well the players that are from like Sweden and all these in the NHL. Yeah. To go play in the Olympics and represent their country. Oh, for sure. Yeah, especially when it's in China, like a market that they've been trying to get into for a while now. Yeah, and they're literally playing games. Well, like, it's one game a year, but they're playing games in China. Yeah, exactly. And then, well, uh, and since, well, and when, like, when did they uh, stop taking the NHL players to the, to the uh, Olympics? Uh, they didn't do it in 2018, but they did it in oh, okay. the times before that. It's only been the one time that they didn't. Like, the one time yeah. since they started doing it that they, like, stopped. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean... Like, Steven Stamkos, he broke his leg, like, two weeks before, or, like, it was, like, a month before uh, the Olympics in 2014, so he couldn't go, and then they ended up winning gold, so it sucks, but, uh, you know, hopefully he can make the team again here, and... Um... Oh, but he got his Stanley Cup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, they did say that they're gonna... There's gonna be a lot of youth represented on the team, so I'm guessing it'll be a younger team, and they're going to try to make it get a balanced team too, right? They don't want to just 
pick all the star players and have players that can't like play fourth line and stuff like that, right? Like you still want your players that can play defensively and stuff like that. You, you don't want a like a Nathan McKinnon because th- this is how you know if your team's gonna be too stacked. If if a Nathan McKinnon's on the third line. Oh yeah, but I mean like fr- like from a standpoint of you can't have an Austin Matthews type player like all throughout the lineup, right? You can't have like yeah, you can't have twelve Austin Matthews as forwards, right? Because then you're not gonna get any. Uh, like you still need that defensive those defensive forwards and those forwards that can like get in the corners and stuff and uh, battle for pucks. Right. So um, yeah, you just got to make a complete team. Like I still think it'll be a all-star team and it'll be like an incredible team, but you just, you need to make sure that you um, can uh, make a complete team. That'll, uh, I don't know, just play well as a unit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, next we got the NWHL, uh, the National Women's Hockey League, suspend, suspended their season um, this past week. Um, it, it sucks to see, like, they had two teams pull out, two of their six teams pulled out of their, I say season, but it's like a tournament they got going on based that is replacing yeah. their season. And it sucks to see that happen. I don't, I don't know if... Um, they're really going to come back at all. Um, like, I think they would hope they do, but um, I, I haven't seen anything if they're talking about if they're going to come back or not. But uh, Trevor, what are your thoughts on uh, that? Was this the 3v3 thing? Uh, no. Or was no, it no. something, or just was their actual league? No, this, this is their actual league. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, the... The honestly, also like these women hockey teams, they they show like a big um, perspective on like little girls and yeah. stuff. So to, it's like they're there's now their season getting suspended. Yeah, like all that, all that, like um, those upper and comers, the little girls aren't mm-hmm. like they ain't gonna see like these like the the older the whole the older the older uh well I guess generation like play hockey and then. Yeah. What are they gonna do now? Right? Yeah. So it it is kinda gonna suck, but then there's always next year. <laughs> but uh honestly even COVID's getting better better too, right? Yeah, for sure. And I I don't know why like they'd pull out this like this uh this late. I like guess. I think it was just like the COVID was getting in their bubble and they weren't like obviously they don't have as much as it sucks, like they don't have the same amount of money the NHL does to create as much of a bubble as they did, so um, they just have to work with what they have, and it it didn't seem to be working as well as they hoped it would. So, um, I mean, yeah, hopefully they can get going and they can crown a champion because uh, you don't you don't want to yeah. go two seasons in a row not having a champion. That that's just that would suck for sure. Um. Anyways, you don't. I don't think you have anything else to talk about that, do you? Or, no. No, it's just, it's just like it's also my sister. Like she watches that kind of stuff. Yeah, and especially and it, like sucks because like uh, the expansion team, the Trauma Six, they were finished like first in the round robin. They were headed to the playoffs, and they're gonna. They seem like they're getting ready to go win a championship. So. 
Um, and like they were, they were gonna get a huge like their the championship games were gonna be like broadcast on NBC. So like it was gonna be a huge like NBC and Sportsnet. So it's gonna be a huge uh, opportunity for the NWHL, and it sucks to see that um, it might not be happening. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, uh, we'll move on. Uh, the NHL has introduced new COVID protocols. Um, basically, just there's been a lot of postponement of games, and they want to crack down on it. Um, just they've taken the glass out from behind the uh, benches to possibly uh, uh, make better airflow. I guess. Uh. uh um, okay. Yeah, they're going to they're <laughs> gonna try to put air purifiers on the bench. Uh, they're going to try to use as much locker room space as possible, like try to get six feet between all the players in the locker room and stuff. Um, and they made it so that any, the players in stack not be at the rink um, an hour and 45 minutes before. Like, that's the maximum amount of time they could be there, like, before the game. Yeah. Which is really weird because there's a lot of players. I would say the average player shows up about three hours before the game. So, um, I have a one. Uh, I have two things to touch on this. One, the air purification, like the air purifier thing, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. But taking out the, like the boards behind the the coaches yeah, and the yeah. players, uh. That's gonna be more like out of well delay of game oh, calls and two. No, listen, like, hey, hold on. Before you go to your next point, listen to what the you know how the refs have to call it. No, you want to know how they have to call yeah. it? Yeah, they have to judge if they think it would have went over the glass if the glass was there. Because that because everyone's <laughs> gonna agree on that. <laughs> yeah, because well, yeah. <laughs> it, it's pulling like the the World Juniors. Yeah, exactly. Last season. Yeah. Um, so my, my second point was with the, the board behind, you're breathing forward, yeah. not well, out of the back Yeah, of I head. guess it would, I guess it would just like reduce, like, I guess the air would just have more, the airflow would just be better in general, I guess. But, you know. Yeah, I guess it's moving around more, but then. Yeah. And like, yeah. And they talked about like the Buffalo Sabres. Um, they're playing the new devil, the Devils. It wasn't even this week, but it was the week before. Uh, I mean, yeah, this it wasn't this past week, but the week before, they were uh, set to play the Devils, and um, or maybe it was last week. I don't even know. Anyways, they were set to play the Devils, and they went to the NHL, and they're like, "Hey," uh, they basically said that they didn't feel comfortable playing the game because, like. They thought that the COVID, like there was increased COVID risk, just because like they didn't think that they thought there were some positive players on New Jersey or something like that. Like there were inconclusive tests, and then uh, the NHL basically said, "No, you're still playing." And then uh, there are Sabres players that test positive for COVID. Now the Devils and Sabres are both shut down right now. So um, I think the NHL is probably, hopefully, learning their lesson. They're gonna start to. Um, Crack down on some more of that um, in the future. But uh, do you have any more thoughts on that, Trevor? No. Um, well, 
now I'm turning to since there's so many teams getting uh, the I guess COVID. Yeah. Um, maybe the without the boards uh, might be a good yeah. idea, but um, I still think that refing call is kind of gonna be. Yeah, Crap. yeah. There's gonna be a lot of controversy over that. I wouldn't be surprised if if the refs like just don't call it unless it's like way, way above. Like, unless it's complete, totally obvious. I don't think they'll really call it. Like, if the players don't have to duck. Yeah. You know. Yeah, if the coaches, think, if the coaches but, there um... don't have to move out of the way and it just sails way over, then yeah. But if it's close, if it's like close and they have to talk about it, then I don't think they're gonna call it. It's it, it's it's just like that odd kind of like it's gonna be another. Uh, yeah. It's, it's gonna be a, yeah, like you said, a bunch of controversy over those calls. I bet you there's gonna be a couple people. <laughs> my dad gonna be screaming at their TV <laughs> when Toronto gets a penalty because of a stupid no back or whatever. Yeah, it is called. for sure. Um. Yeah, but anyways, we'll move on to some news that I don't really like, and we talked about it last week, that the NHL is looking to have the back-to-back drafts in 2022. We talked about this last week. I don't like it, personally, Um, but it sounds like they're seriously considering it. Um, I mean, hopefully they don't do it. The NHLPA has to approve, as we said, so Um, I hope they don't approve of it, but... They might. Uh, we'll see, though. Trevor, like, what do you think? I honestly, I really hope that they that they don't because two drafts in the same. Yeah, I just like, I don't like that. Well, like, and then so skipping a draft and then having two drafts. In the yeah, same for sure. Like, well, how are you supposed to do that? I guess we'll well then yeah like what what we even touched on the last like it's extend the just extend the regular yeah. draft. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think that would probably be their best. Like, uh, I think, but like extend it not by like five rounds, maybe by like twenty. Well, yeah, no, I think I think what they should do in the end is just like have a draft this year, and then for next year's drafts, like they just make it so that like, um, uh, they increase it to instead of like the cap being like twenty year olds that can get drafted, make it like the max, the oldest, be 21, just so that guys that got maybe got passed over the year before because they couldn't play will still get a chance. Um, yeah, yeah, that actually is a really good point because, like, because then after that draft, well, if you're yeah. 20, well, and then turning 20. Yeah, because, like, it's... Like, you're going to have a least, well, not a very good chance of getting drafted because you're getting older. But then, like, yeah, ex- extending that one year, that can make yeah, a big for sure, difference, like, especially a lot the of The last year you can get drafted, you can get drafted when you're 18, you're 19, you're 20. But then after that, you're, like, a free agent and you can't be drafted anymore. But I think, like, just for the 2022 draft alone, they should make it so you can get drafted when you're 21. So then, just to yeah. account for the fact that there were players that would have been passed over before. Um... But anyways, um, you know what? I, I don't like it, but we'll we'll move on. Um, nothing really much to talk about. Oh, sorry. Did you have something to say about the last one or no? No, I just don't like that. Like the time. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Anyways, either extend this one and then extend the next yeah. one, or just like have yeah, one for sure. Um. Anyways, 
Uh, nothing really too much to talk about on this next topic, but uh, Connor Hellebuck uh, passed Andre Pavlik as the all-time leader. Um, I mean, congratulations to Hellebuck. Um, he's definitely the best goalie they've had in franchise history. <laughs> it's, um, it's really weird looking at the crossover between, like, uh, it's weird how, like, the Jets' history also is, like, the same as the um, Thrasher's history, too. Um, how they kind of just, like, um, go together. But, um, I mean, yeah. Well, it's, it's it's pretty much literally the exact I know it is. Thing. It's just kind of weird, like, how, like... Until, uh, how close their franchise No, until last be. season, Ilya Kovalchuk was the Winnipeg Jets' all-time points leader when he had never played a game for the Jets. He'd only played for the Thrashers. That, that was yeah. kind of weird. But, um, yeah, I mean, Andre Pavlik, as much as he, he was the Jets' starter for, I would say... I think he was their starter for, like seven years like between Atlanta and Winnipeg I'm probably saying yeah. seven years and I'm probably way off but um maybe maybe five maybe five but still um I'm surprised it was him but that being said I'm not really sure he was probably the best goalie they've had before hello Buck, so um yeah and then uh now Trevor we'll get into the Penguin stuff here um the Pittsburgh Penguins have hired Ron Hextall as their general manager um, after, uh, obviously, Jim Rutherford uh, resigned just two weeks ago. Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of a weird move as Ron Hextall was um, an all-star goaltender for the Flyers for his entire career. So um, kind of a kind of a weird uh, weird that you play your – basically your entire career for the Flyers and then you end up as the Penguins general manager. But um, I'd also seen earlier in the week that they said that he, uh, that Ron Hextall wasn't close to getting the job and then he got it. So (laughs) I guess uh, something changed there. Um, Also, um, Brian Burke has been hired as the Penguins director of hockey operations. So, um, they're bringing two guys there, and uh, Hextall and Burke. And um, yeah, Trevor, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, like, uh, well, for what I what I what I'm on, like they're everywhere. Yeah. On like yeah. my homepage, like they're yeah. everywhere, um, and um, I I think they this could yeah. be good. Um, but. Judging how the Penguins, I mean, they're not doing too bad. The Penguins right now, yeah. but hopefully, with like he he can improve yeah. their team. Yeah, and they'll have to definitely they'll definitely have to decide what direction they're going in. Like if they're gonna go, like there's only there's only two ways they can go. They can go either they can try to win a Stanley Cup with Malkin and Crosby, and then they'll be, I would say, hovering around worst team they'll probably have a season after that where they're probably like the worst team or close to the worst team of all time um just because like they're gonna have to trade all their picks and prospects if they want to take another run in another cup and then um but or they could just rebuild now and that might entail trading crosby or malkin or both even um, 
But like I think they I think he has to talk sit down and talk with Sidney Crosby and Kenny Malkin and kind of see what what like obviously he can't base his decision completely on what they want to do, but um like I think they have to decide what direction they want to go in and um They need to make a like a, a in a good like they need to make a good um what am I trying to say? Yeah. Um a yeah, good for decision, sure. I guess. Like, I think if they try to go for it, like, I think they can try to go for another cup if they wanted to, but that would end result in them trading all of their picks and prospects, and they're going to be very bad for a while afterwards. Mm-hmm. And like in the other case, in another case, like, um, like if they decide to rebuild, like I think you sit down with Crosby and Malkin and say, like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna rebuild," and uh, you can either like decide like if you want to be traded or if you want to stay, right? And mm-hmm. um, I think I've heard a little bit that Malkin would possibly want to be traded if that were to happen. Like he would possibly want to leave, um, but I'm not gonna. If, if they get if they go on a rebuild, like it like, sounds like offer. he may already want like to leave now, but like that's just rumors. Like I'm not that I can't like guarantee that or anything. You but, can't confirm yeah. that. Yeah, but just um and like Crosby, like I don't know, I don't I don't know if he really would want to leave Pittsburgh. Like maybe, but I don't think he would want to leave Pittsburgh. Um, maybe if it meant like he had to play his last five years of his career on, like, a very bad team. Maybe he would leave, but... I mean, personally, I think in a Sidney Crosby trade, like, I think the Penguins would win, which sounds odd, but I I think the Penguins would win a Sidney Crosby trade, which, purely based on the fact that, like, Crosby's already 33 or 34, and... Um, he's not going to get any better, and they're going to be able to charge a very high price for him because he's still a, at least a top five player in the league. So, um, yeah, uh, Trevor, I don't know what your thoughts are, but so well, if that trade does happen, yeah. that's going to be a big oh, trade. Sure. Malkin being probably one of the probably the best player on well, he's. For long term, one of their best players. Yeah. Uh, since since he's been on the team, which is literally his entire career, yes. I think. Um. Uh, uh, they'd probably pay like they'd probably get a lot from that trade. Yeah, for sure. But then, Malkin's also. I mean, he is again one of their best players, but. Uh, some someone's gonna still gonna have to put up a big deal, which I'm guessing, like even. Judging on where he's gonna go, it's probably gonna go to one of the bigger teams like Tam- like Tampa Bay, maybe even probably uh, Washington. Not making any like full predictions. Yeah, no, but... for sure. I mean, yeah, they'd obviously have to find a way to fit it in money wise, but we'll have to see. Like, I definitely don't think anything would happen like that until at least the summer this year. So, um, we'll have to wait and find out. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I think it's a possibility. I don't think it's, I think definitely more likely that Malkin would be out of town than Crosby, but, um, you never know, right? You never know. 
Um, yeah, for sure. And then our last bit of NHL news, um, we have Miko Koivu. Miko Koivu. Um, he retired today, which is very odd as he um, just recently signed a new contract um, with the Columbus Blue Jackets. He played just um, eight games with the Blue Jackets uh, <laughs> this year, and then just middle of the season, he just decided he's going to retire. Um, from what I saw, it seemed like he said that he uh, he just didn't feel that he was giving the team all he could and that um, he thought that was unfair to them. So he just said that he's going to retire. Um, and you got to respect him for that, I would say, um, for sure. Clayvo uh, was drafted sixth overall in 2001 by the Minnesota Wilds, and he played – for the Wilds from 2005 to 2020, and then played for the Blue Jackets in 2021. Um, he had 206 goals, uh, 711 points in 1,035 games. So a very solid career um, for Miko Koivu. Um, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> Trevor. That's, that's kind of weird. I think he should have finished his contract. Yeah. Maybe get that extra money and then probably retire. Yeah, it is. But honestly, it depends. Like, if he was already good to retire by that point. Yeah. That's, and again, it's his decision. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, you gotta, I mean, um, I would say it's definitely, um, you gotta respect him for basically saying, like, that he, uh, that he, just didn't feel he was given his all and that he um he didn't feel it was fair that he should be um paid for just uh I mean not playing to his top caliber. So I mean you gotta I think that's um good on him. That's a lot of like that saying. So yeah. like um him him saying that that's actually pretty big on him. Like that's that's yeah good. for sure. Especially yeah. then showing, I mean, like, and then him still not playing, it would suck for him. But then yeah, him saying like, I'm getting paid for doing nothing. Yeah, for sure, and like, um, yeah, I mean, uh, Miko Koivu also like he was a captain of the Wilds from 2009 to 2020. Um. He also he's a one time All Star. Um, uh, he's been the owner of a team in the Finnish league from two thousand seven to present date, and I mean he just has. Uh, hold on, let me count here. He has eleven medals from international competition, either gold, silver, or bronze, playing for Team Finland. So. Um, obviously had a great international career. Um, and, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, congratulations on his retirement. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. Are you good to, are you good to go to baseball now? You, uh, <laughs> yeah. anything else in the hockey in the, I, I, in I think the we're going to go to, do you would like to talk about? I think we're going to go to baseball because we spent a lot of time on hockey. Yeah, we did. Um, Anyways, so we will uh, hear uh, first bit of news. Um, 
the Milwaukee Brewers have signed uh, shortstop uh, Colton Wong uh, to a two-year contract. Uh, Colton Wong, um, he played for the Cardinals last season. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he's been a pretty solid player for them. Uh, had a kind of a down year last year, but um, has been uh, pretty good um, for them. Um, and I mean, um, yeah, Tr- Trevor, what do you, um, what are your thoughts on uh, Colt Malone signing with the Brewers? Um, I think it's just good because they literally just got rid of like their best third baseman they could possibly have, and then, well, I mean, I guess is he a third baseman? Are you wait? Sorry, what are you talking about? All right, we're back. We had some technical difficulties there. Uh, Trevor, can can out there, buddy? Yes, I can hear you now. Okay, um, I think you're a little confused. Um, I, I heard Brewers, and then I was like, and then I, I started talking that they just like they just lost their third their uh, their third baseman. Well, and no, then but that's they, all I heard. Love. I think I think you have I think you confused you confused it a little bit. They brought in the third baseman. All right, yeah. They traded for <laughs> Arenado. I was but, thinking about the wrong team. Yeah, no, Colton Long. I believe he plays shortstop, if I'm not mistaken. And I also – oh, no, he's second base. Sorry, my bad. And I also said that he had a down year last year. Um, I guess I was just hitting-wise because he won a gold uh, – he's won back-to-back gold gloves. So, um, I guess maybe he didn't have a, a bad year on the defensive end. Um, but – um, yeah, I think it's a good signing for the Brewers. Uh, Trevor, what are your thoughts there? Yeah. Um, I, I'm i guessing he probably will be in the starting lineup. But, uh, I get, yeah, I guess yeah. a good get. I'm mean, all oh, a good Russian, good buy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'd like to see him play. Hopefully yeah. get in the news. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, and then we'll move on to uh, some Blue Jays talk because what is this podcast without some Blue Jays talk? <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays are uh, um, in on Tejon Walker and uh, James Paxson. Um, these are two guys they've been rumored to be in on for, I would say, at least the last month because um, Blue Jays are still – even though they say they've been done their heavy lifting, they're still looking for a starting pitcher to add to that rotation to uh, um, put them into the uh, playoff conversation. I mean, like they are in the playoff conversation now, but I think if they want to make the playoffs, they got to bring in another. Uh, I think they got to bring in another starting pitcher to add to their rotation. Trevor, what are your thoughts? Yeah, like the the Jays lineup. Like little yeah. pitching lineup is pretty good. Like, but yeah. then adding one of those veteran players, yeah, would be would make that way more deadlier and like almost like scare teams. Um, yeah. and like having well, their ace on the mound, and then well, adding like well, like new better pitchers, that'd mm-hmm. be very sure. uh very very nice for Jays fans and then their team in general. Yeah, for sure, and I would say like they're, uh, 
the rotation is decent now. Like, I think it'll be very good in the future in, like, three or four years. Um, but I'm, uh, I definitely think they need to bring in another, another guy if they want to be a playoff team this year. Like, I'm not sure what their goals are internally. Um, but I would, I would think that they want to make the playoffs this year. Um, I think that's their goal. Um, I still, as much as I like the Jays lineup, I still don't know if they're better than the Yankees. Um, but hopefully they are. That would be my hope. But, um, yeah, Trevor, no, I don't know what you think on that front, but. Yeah, again, like, I mean, it's the Yankees, but. Well, right now, I, 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 I don't know. Uh, well, I would say, I would say they're going to finish ahead of the Orioles. And gonna... So in the end, it's going to come down to the Rays, the Yankees, and the Blue Jays. And yeah, I mean, I guess we'll have to see like oh. the, the Rays are always like, they can always look not that great on paper and then just be incredible, a great team. So you never know, right? Yeah, and then like, um, well, sadly for the, the Red Sox, they they well they're usually like a top team, and then they had they yeah. traded a couple of their players away, and then yeah. the well the Rays are going to rebuild, so you never know what like yeah. what could happen. Yep. But yeah, like the, well, well, again, we'll we'll, we'll kind of have to see, but yeah. hopefully that'd be really nice. The AL East is the most competitive division. Yeah, in the MLB for sure. I don't know if it is. I don't know if it'll be this year just because of the Orioles and the Red Sox being not very good. But um, I mean, maybe the Orioles will surprise us and be a decent team next year with maybe some more of their prospects coming up and stuff. But um, yeah, we'll have to see. Like as you said, right? I mean, I definitely think it'll be tough for the Rays. Like they lost their two best pitchers. Um. But I mean, they always seem to surprise you when, they, when, um, uh, <laughs> when uh, the games come around, and um, we'll have to see what Randy Rosarena can do, and see if it was just um, just some playoff magic, or if it was, if like if it was a fluke, or if he is really gonna be a, a like a key player like a, to the organization, a star player in the MLB, right? Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, we'll move on to um, our next bit of uh, news here. The St. Louis Cardinals are trading Dexter Fowler um, to the Los Angeles Angels um, for a player to be named later. Um, Dexter Fowler, when he joined the Cardinals, um, he was just coming off of a, uh, a World Series victory with the Chicago Cubs. And um, he was an all-star in that season with the Cubs. And after that, it seems to have just fallen apart. Um, He just, I mean, he was was solid like in 2017, 2019, like decent. But um, I mean, last year he didn't look all that great. I mean, I honestly don't know. I don't watch the Cardinals that much, but just from what I hear and like some of the stats that I see here, like it just seems like he's overpaid. He may not be playing that poorly, but uh, you run into those situations, right, where a guy has a really good contract year, and then after that, he's kind of just not 
<laughs> not that great for what he's getting paid. Yeah, like, well, players do this. Like, they, they're they expected, and then they don't. Yeah, for sure. That happens with every player when they have their ups and their, like, uh, like, say I was Sidney Crosby. Like, he, he came off two Stanley Cup victories. And then, I mean, he was good, but then, like, getting into, like, these this past couple of years, he's kind of going down. Yeah, and but that, then yeah, it comes with age too, right? Obviously, that's that that that, that that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, like it also sucks, like that he was also an all star. Yeah, for sure. And then, like, well, not doing very well, but it happens to every player, I guess. Yeah, for sure. And I'm not, I don't know where the Angels are going. Like, yeah, I really want them to. Like, I don't know. I mean. It's pretty decent. Like, I don't know. Um, I can be completely honest with all of if any Angels fans listening here. Like, to be like, we know a good amount about the Blue Jays and stuff, but um, we don't know a whole lot about your team. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, but we can try. Like, their um, their rotation doesn't look horrible. I mean. Shohei Otani, as far as I've seen, has kind of been – he can either be really good or really bad on the mound. So, um, mm-hmm. and I mean, like, their their team doesn't look that bad. I mean, I think they just got to pull it together. But – and, like, they really need to because, um, like, I say that Mike Trout only has so many years in the MLB, but he just signed there for, like, I don't even know how long – how long was his yeah. contract that he signed there? Like thirteen years or something. It was thirteen years, and then it was like a hundred something million dollars. Oh, I think it was more than that, wasn't it? I don't know. Or was it like Manny Machado's? That was no. like three hundred million. Yeah, Mike Trout's was like four hundred million or something. Like it's the most. <laughs> it was the biggest contract in sports until Patrick Mahomes signed his contract. Um. So, I mean, like, I don't even know. Like, it, it sucks just to see his his uh, prime go to waste, right? Yeah. Um, oh, it was 12 years, $426 million. Holy. That's still, I, I, that's like, that's more than a quarter of a billion. Yeah, it is, like, he won't be a free agent until 2031. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, and his was his contract was beat by uh, Patrick Mahomes, who uh, signed a contract uh, for ten years um, for five hundred and three million dollars. So, I mean, just crazy contracts being handed out. But um, just for the sake of like uh, Trout, I hope that he uh, his his team can do well. Um, like. They brought in, um, uh, oh gosh, uh, when they brought in Rand- Anthony Rendon, like I think that was a good move for them, and um, which hopefully, hopefully, it pays off for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, and then uh, two very big free agent signings we have here. Um, first, the Trevor Bauer decision. Um, mm-hmm. Trevor Bauer. 
signing with the Los Angeles Dodgers because, of course, he is. He signs a three-year deal worth a total of $102 million. Um, the first year of his contract um, is the most amount a player will ever be paid in one year um, at $40 million um, for that season. Um, he has opt-outs after each season. Uh, like after the 2021 season, after 2022, he can just like go to free agency and leave. <laughs> so like, <laughs> yeah, it seems like he was very much wanted and the Dodgers just seemed to hit all the spots. Um, I mean, that, that uh, video that he released on his YouTube channel, basically uh, showing his decision. Like, I feel so bad for Mets fans. I definitely thought he was going to head there. Um, but <laughs> I mean, he heads to the Dodgers. And like I said, I didn't name the Dodgers in our last episode, but um, as I was saying, I said, whatever uh, rotate, whatever team he joins, he's going to create the best rotation in, uh, in baseball. So, I mean, just the Dodgers have three aces on their team now with Bauer, Kershaw, and Bueller. So, I mean, and... Um, and then Yurok, I can't even say his name right. I think it's Yurok. I don't even know how to say it. Uh, but uh, he's a very good pitcher for the Dodgers as well as Tony Gonsolin. So, I mean, I would say they're probably the best rotation in baseball right now. Um, but Trevor, what are your thoughts? We've been talking about Trevor Bauer since episode two. Of our podcast, yeah. it's episode twelve yeah. now. It's been ten episodes. I think I think talking. the very first episode was like titled "Trevor Bauer to the Blue Jays?" Question mark. Yeah, and then <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, this was well, even like the, there's still more players. This year has been really crazy with these big players being well, like free agents and stuff and traded. Yeah. This is probably the biggest one. Yeah. Uh, literally, be, well, Cy Young Award winner of twenty. 20 so this really yeah this really sucks because literally for some reason the jays were in the top three of his go yeah it was the mets the jays and then the well the the dodgers which we didn't mention but uh, again it sucks for jays and then most probably the mets even more but yeah 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 the dodgers lineup's gonna be crazy good well for sure and like here i'm looking at their death chart now um like on their their side, they have their depth chart right now. Looks like um, their rotation is Trevor Bauer, Clayton Kershaw, Walker Buehler, David Price, and Julio. You're I'm gonna I'm gonna totally butcher this name, and hopefully Dodgers fans don't get mad at me. But Yurosh, Yurosh, or I don't know. I apologize. Um, if you're listening, please don't be offended. If you want to come on the podcast? Just DM us on Instagram. <laughs> um, and then they also have Dustin May and Tony Gonson, who also could um, uh, get into the lineup there. Um, I mean, they... Uh, I, I don't know. I think they're... They have a very good rotation. They're going to have a good rotation for years to come, too. Like, um, As much as... Uh, Kershaw and David Price are older guys. Like um, Dustin May um, is, uh, 
He's going to be 24 this year. Julio Uriash is going to be 25. Tony Gonsolin is going to be 27. Milwaukee Beeler is going to be 27. Um, Trevor Bauer is uh, going to be th- uh, 30. So, I mean, like, obviously not the youngest there, but, like, they still have a pretty young uh, rotation. They'll be very good for years to come. So, I mean, good on them. And they're, I mean, once that uh, signing was made, um, I think it kind of locked in the fact that uh, the, the uh, NL West is still the Dodgers division. Yeah. Um, yeah, do you have anything Which, else Which, honestly, on? judging – well, yeah, like, with judging on their team, yeah. it, it should be for a couple of years. Oh, for sure, um, yeah. Uh, like, well, they, they're literally also coming off a World Series win. Yeah. Um, they're going to be, well, feared. Now they got Trevor Bauer, like, literally the best pitcher in the league last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Their rotation is going to be, like I said, crazy. Yeah. Oh, it will be for sure. Um, I mean, yeah, like the only team I think that can compete with them is the Padres. Um, but um, I definitely don't think they're – I think they're a very good team as well. I think they'll make the playoffs, but I think they may just be slightly below the Dodgers. Um, and yeah. then in terms of the other teams in that division, like the Giants – Rockies and Diamondbacks. I really don't see them being all too competitive in that division. So I think it's really between the Dodgers and Padres for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other uh, deal we have here is the Atlanta Braves re-signed Marcelo Zuna. Um, four years worth a total of $65 million. Um, Marcelo Zuna, who had a down year in 2019, went to Atlanta and uh, bounced back better than ever. Um, I mean, he had a phenomenal season last year. Um, the Braves were one game away from going to the World Series, and from what it, uh, in hindsight, they probably would have won the World Series. They could have, uh, you know, just got a win against get a got a fourth win against the Dodgers. But uh, you know, they blew the three to one lead. And, um, it is what it is. But I think they uh, they definitely have. Um, one of the best teams in baseball, especially after bringing in Charlie Morton this uh, off season. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what do uh, you... They're going to be very deadly. Yeah. Um, in this no upcoming year, like honestly, all the, all these players that's that that are that are being signed, um, they're either so like they're well, they're all they've all been good players. Yeah. And then you'd have well. Then that's going to make their lineup like almost two times to four times better. So yeah. I think this year has been probably one of the best off seasons for signings. For sure, yeah. But then like that one, that's that's that, that that's a great that, that's someone great to pick up. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, and then uh, only two more things here to touch on there. Um, the Texas Rangers uh traded Elvis Andrus and. Aramis Garcia and $13.5 million to the um, Oakland Athletics in exchange for Chris Davis, uh, Jonah Heim, and Dave Ackers. So um, I would say uh, Elvis Andrus and Chris Davis are the big parts of that deal. Um, 
And I mean, a very interesting trade to say the least. Uh, say the least. Uh, I mean, um, I honestly don't know too much about these players, but um, I know that uh, um, I think they can both uh, play well on their teams, and they're uh, very solid players in the MLB. So, uh, Trevor, I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but. Yeah, like well, they are solid players, but um, yeah, I got pretty much I got nothing on that, but yeah, like well, they are solid players, but <laughs> we're yeah, yeah. And then our last bit of uh, baseball news here is the St. Louis Cardinals re-signed uh, catcher Yadier Molina um, for a one-year deal uh, worth nine million dollars. Um, I mean, Molina is old. <laughs> It, when it comes to obviously baseball, uh, mm-hmm. like thirty eight, I think so. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this is last year, but I'm pretty sure that that's been said for the last three years. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll have to see. Maybe we'll just keep going on the one year contracts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then just just while. waiting for him to retire. Yeah, exactly right. But I think with a catcher, your knees are gonna have to just be screwed eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty tough to uh do that. I would I definitely would not want to do that. Um like I played I played catcher for a couple games and I a few games when I was playing um the last on the last baseball team I played on in twenty nineteen and it it was fine, but it was not that fun. <laughs> so yeah, that's the same thing with me. And like this guy is like also thirty eight. He's yeah. like almost two times the size of like our age. Yeah. But then, like again, I'm a catcher. Yeah. And then I got knee injuries. Yeah, for sure. Like it's this. It's we're. It's the same thing. Yeah. But yeah, we're gonna have to. I judging on how how old he is. He he might play one or two more seasons. Yeah. But when he gets to forty. <laughs> He he's not going to do another one. Yeah. That's probably for sure. I would I would think that. Um, I mean, I would hope just for his sake that like, for him being a catcher in the MLB, maybe uh, he doesn't have to do as much blocking as I did when I was playing catcher. Because <laughs> that's true. Yeah. My my team. No offense to the pitchers on my team, but sometimes we weren't always the most accurate team when it came to pitching. So I was I was I was doing a lot of blocking. I was like, I, there are literally times where I'd have to like reach my arm out just to like try to grab a pitch, like my arm that did not have the glove on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in, in winter ball, I mean, I get it because it's literally the first day we did pitching practice. Yeah. Um, instead of the catcher, I was the blocker. Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, yeah. like, well, y- your knees are gonna. Oh yeah. In, when you're going to be in pain when you're 30 or well not 30, I'm 60, yeah. but um yeah. You play in the MLB, so that's cool. I mean, yeah, and he's, <laughs> he won a championship, so Yeah. And he's probably I'd say he's probably going to have a Hall of Fame career, so um I mean, good on him and we'll see how long he can play. But uh that means we're going to head to the Pro Insider Report, Trevor. Yeah, so we got one thing, this was the funniest and the worst Super Bowl halftime show, <laughs> I think. So I've watched four, maybe, halftime I don't shows? know if you could say the worst, but okay. 
So out of the four that I've watched, yeah. it was pretty not very good. Um, so actually, so well, the weekend the music was great. Yeah, I thought it was good because I, I knew it at all the songs. So. Yeah, the way they set it up wasn't the the greatest. Like, um, I forgot who did it in twenty twenty seventeen, but oh, I yeah. like it. So whoever did it in twenty seventeen. That was a good one. I can't remember who did it, but it was good. Um, and like, there was also a rumor that he paid seven million dollars to make it better. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, um, that's how you know. Like, thank God he actually did that because no one knows how well if it could have gone worse. And like, even my mom was confused. She she, she thought they're all robots. Here, twenty seventeen was Lady Gaga. Oh, so it's 2018, probably. Oh, it's Justin it, it was, Timberlake. It was the Justin Rams. Timberlake. Yeah. It, it was the Rams, and yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, that was it. Was Maybe that one wasn't even the right one. Uh, Anyways, like yeah. that that <laughs> I I did not like that halftime show. Well, um, it was also when sh- he was like putting his face like into the camera yeah that was kind of weird I, that was weird i'm like is he holding the camera in his hand or uh like what's happening there yeah no there was a cameraman um doing that oh yeah uh, no the the rams one was uh maroon five that did that one maroon five did it with travis scott that was that was a good one i yeah. really like that the one. justin timberlake one was when the eagles won yeah yeah uh well, I mean, I can't really say much, but because it well, I mean, pro inside report, so I guess I can't. Yeah, I guess but, you uh, can because you're the inside. <laughs> exactly. Um, it wasn't very good, which, well, in my opinion, maybe some people had to differ because the weekend's like their number one, but my sister liked it, and that's the only thing she wanted to watch in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I guess it's all right. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought it was good. I thought it, like, it, yeah, it is what it is. I'm not really too concerned about. About it, but uh, yeah, it, I'm I'm more intrigued in the football instead of half that. Yeah, for sure. Um. Anyways, yeah. Um. I mean, do you really have anything else we need to talk about here? Or? No. Uh. Well, I got one more thing from the MLB. This was this literally came out. Uh, Chris Archer finalized their deal with the Rays oh, okay. of six point five million dollars. Which we already knew that was going to happen yeah. because he literally said that he was going to join the Rays organization when they offered. So. Yeah, but for sure. That, that's all I've got. Do you got anything else? No, I think that's it. Uh, so I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, if that's all good with you, Charlie, unless you have something else there. Or no. Yeah, I think we should just wrap her up. All right. Uh, well, we'd like to thank you all for uh, listening to episode 12 of Dangles and Dingers. And uh, we'll see you next week.